Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of People and Penny Podcast. So on this podcast, we talk about small business owners, entrepreneurs, and people yet to start their brands in Nigeria. Today, I have the amazing Sharon of Shop Uyayuma. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. But yeah, Sharon, please tell us a bit about yourself. And let me know if I'm pronouncing it right. Hi, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited. And you actually did pronounce it right. That's, that's interesting because a lot of people find it difficult to pronounce it. Uzayima. And you did, you got it right on the first try. So yay. Ah, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> All right, thank you. Um, So tell us about what, when you started Shop Uyayima and why. Well, what made you decide that, you know what, I, I, I love, I want to just start making beautiful bags? Okay, so... uh. I started Uyaima, well, officially, I started Uyaima last year, February, the 6th mm-hmm. of February. But, yeah, so we are, like, about a year plus now. Uh, but I say officially, but I actually actually conceived the idea, like, two years ago, November. And it was, I started with a completely different idea, and then it evolved to become what it is now. So basically, I've always had like a creative side to me. I've always wanted or needed a creative outlet. And I took some classes, you know, I usually take some classes to learn new things. And then I learned a bit about arts and crafts. And, you know, I dived into like a little bit of leather work and I was really interested about it. So I did some research and I spoke, I found some very good people. I did some stuff. It wasn't easy at all, but eventually I was able to find people that I could work with that, that understood what I was trying to do. And I think we was still learning. <laughs> so I'm not completely where the mission is at, but yeah, that was basically how we started. It was just a, a small interest and a small hobby that sparked uh, into something much bigger. And <laughs> yeah, yes. that's that's amazing. Not everyone can successfully take their hobby and you know start a business and be doing well in that business. So I'd like to ask if this Imagine. is your, your main source of income or you have a job and you know this is a business by the side. Ah, you know this is Lagos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can have multiple multiple streams of income. Yeah. Um, actually, before I started this, because you know, this started, Uyaima started as a hobby. Before I yeah. started Uyaima, I, I was working in 95 or 96, even. I still am <laughs> working in 96, and I've been doing that for two to three years now. I work as an engineer, like 96, and then the rest of the hours I spend with Uyaima, I divide my time to Uyaima. But I think social media, the internet has been a blessing because with my phone, my smartphone, I've been able to do almost everything and you know manage the business on the go, so I can respond to messages even while I'm in the office. You know, so yeah, we're doing this side by side right now. I can't say which one is the main hustle or which one is the side hustle anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get you. This is Lagos and. Oof, Nigeria is not easy right now, to be honest. So, um, when you started your business, which challenge did you not think that you were going to have that you're currently facing? Hmm. Oh my God. When I started, 
like, okay, you know, the biggest the biggest issue would be getting people to buy the products and all of that. But <laughs> what shocked me the most was the big gap in like like dependable logistics in Lagos. Because you see a lot of dispatch riders and logistic companies moving up and down. You think that okay, there are so many of them that they'll be able to serve everybody. But the truth is it's been so difficult. I think that's the hardest part because sometimes you have the, the bag is looking amazing, the package is, is looking great. And by the time the customer is sending you a picture, a review, you see the packaging, like it seems like the dispatch rider was dragging the thing on the like sometimes they've done so many things, they've cost us so much money. So wow. it's been a long journey to try to find a good company. But I think we're getting there slowly but surely. But that's the toughest part of running Yaima was getting the products to the customer at the end of the day. Uh, it's interesting because I've I've spoken with um, a few business owners in Lagos and they always complain about logistics as well. It's like logistics in Lagos is crazy. I have so many crazy logistics stories, my God. Like, oh my God, there was this day a customer bought, she bought like five bags for herself and her friends. Yes. And um, the dispatch rider came to pick up and it started raining. So usually, they're not supposed to take more than they can carry, so they can cover their, their what they call it, their container, the bag, that container thing, they put things, the packages in. But I think she passed too much. So the thing was open, and rain was pouring on the bags, and this is leather. Wow. And rain was pouring. And then I think he had an accident. You know, they are very rough. You see how rough he died? And he fell down on the road, and cars, like stepped on the bags fell down and cars ran over the bag and he packed the bag like that, that went run over destroyed he packed it and delivered it like that he didn't tell me anything i was just lucky that it is a customer that has shopped with me before and so knows that that is not how my my packages usually arrive so she, she gave me the grace of calling me first and, and saying i'm not happy i bought this as a gift look at and she sent me pictures and videos and I had to apologize. I had to make new bags for her. I had to get it to her on time. So that's like just one of the, that's like a regular day dealing with Man, that's a lot to deal with. That's a lot. Like I'm stressed on your behalf. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, it takes a lot of mental strength to be a small business owner. It's like, because how do you deal with bad days personally? Like, apart from, you know, trying to... Yeah, how do you deal with bad days, even with clients and you by yourself as a business owner? Like, how do you... Well, I say, how do you take time for yourself? But, like, how do you deal with all of it, the mental aspect and, you know, the financial aspect as well? Oh, my God. Like, that is actually such a good question because like small business owners are going through it. They're really going through it. Because usually, you know, the way things are set up in Nigeria, unless your profit margin is very high, most of the time as a small business owner with um, maybe like a medium profit margin, and cost of things keep going up, you know, so you're, you can't keep increasing your price, so you have to manage. Most of the time you end up doing a lot of things by yourself. So you try mm-hmm. to like multitask as much as possible so that you reduce how much you're paying people to do things for you. And it's 
so crazy because everybody in Nigeria, especially in Lagos, they're a bit, everybody is a bit on the edge a little bit. So sometimes, <laughs> you know, customers won't read, you put notifications, they won't read it. Like, I explain to customers that because this is handmade stuff, but we, you know, it takes time. It takes time. So I just put, okay, so usually I expect it between 5 to 12 days. But somebody will order today and they will start hollering the next day, what's happening, where's my bag? And because a lot of people have this time, people are always on the edge. Nigerian customers especially are always on the edge. So they are always, they don't take time to just blow up. So try to manage that, try to run the business is a lot. And to be honest, before I wasn't dealing with it well at all. I remember like during the lockdown when DHL became a bit unreliable, some packages were not yeah, tracking wasn't getting updated. Customers were literally on my neck, regardless of the fact that there was that things were locked down and there was a protest. I think that was when the protest was going on. There was a morning after reading some messages from a customer, like my heart, my chest said pinning me, like physically I was feeling pain. Man, <laughs> that was when I was like, no, <laughs> this is not it. This is not it at all. So I had to sit down to take some time. I took like a week. I wasn't really posting much. I think it was more than a week. I took a month. I took a month. I remember the first month of lockdown, I completely did not, I wasn't focused. I handled social media and everything, almost everything from sourcing of the letter. I like to be involved in almost everything to be making. So I just took one whole month. I wasn't really going on social media. I wasn't doing anything with Yaima. I was just focused on myself, just lazing about reading books, watching movies, just speaking about myself. And then yeah. afterwards, I came back home. I had to tell myself that, see, you know, this is the reality of things. You cannot kill yourself. So you have to just do the best. And I realized, just keep the customer in the loop. Because a lot of people get anxious when they don't know what is going on. So keep the customer in the loop and just be at peace with the fact that you can't satisfy everybody. You know, I think there <laughs> are some days where things are not going really bad. I just like, what did I even start this? And then, then something happens. And, you remember why you started this? So, yeah, just imagine yourself <laughs> and taking yeah. this off the other. That's because a lot of work is done for now. Don't take this off. Work Saturday, Sunday, Monday through to Sunday. So yeah. I love how you mentioned like you know just taking time for yourself because self-care is very important and like you said people are on the edge nigeria puts you like there's a there's a, there's a level of we like say crazy that nigeria makes you as a person so yeah definitely taking time for yourself and keeping the customer like informed because i remember ordering something from a brand and for days i would send messages and she would not reply me so yes keeping the clients informed is very important um, with the business so um can you share three tips to business owners and entrepreneurs that want to probably start their business say in fashion bag making or clothes or shoes yeah what would be your tips to them Okay, I think the first tip I would give anybody is, you know, do your research because it's easier for you to do your research first and have all your facts and then start and to just enter like that and then get shocked by your discovery. But then again, just also take the first step. Don't wait till you, everything is perfect. You will learn so much as you go. So just take the first step and just start. 
you know, even if it means registering the business name, even if it means just opening an Instagram account and just putting pictures there, just start. And I think tip number two is when you start, you have to be consistent. Like, I'm telling you, sometimes when I'm consistent, I don't really need to pay for ads. I don't really need to do too much of marketing. Just consistent posting. Because social media is such a great tool. We're so blessed, this generation, to be able to have the internet and social media. You can reach so many people by just, you know, being consistent. Because people like seeing that you're putting in the work. They like yeah. to support hard work. So just showing up every day, regardless of the amount of skills they're generating, like, <laughs> you know, it is, I think it's a very good thing. And then number three, tip number three, I think what me I learned a bit of this was always, step, from the beginning, always keep records. Because you think your memory is sharp, but then sometimes your business can just blow up. Like, I remember when I, when I started in February, I was just making this, I wasn't taking it as seriously because I had a full-time job. And then we were locked down. And by June, I built my website and launched it. And I remember in the first month, I made sales, the amount of sales that I never made since I started. And I realized I couldn't even keep track of records anymore. So you have to build that system from the beginning, from the very first day, write it down, you know, write your expenses down, keep your receipts, and just separate your business money from your personal money and don't touch it for personal things. <laughs> Very important. Yeah. yeah, they're very important. Just start and be consistent. Show up every day. And just keep account. Be a good bookkeeper. If you can't do it, I'll source it. Or find somebody that will be like, because I have someone that is like a, what's the word now? A, that checks me. That will say, I've checked the records for the month. It's not updated. Do you understand? So, they, so I have someone that does that. That just checks that to make sure that, because I know myself. <laughs> I know my weak point, I know my strength. So yes. I'll talk about you Yeah. Very, very insightful. Very insightful. Like the the lessons, the research, the being consistent and the keeping records. Because I feel like a lot of people undermine keeping records. They just feel like, you know, I know what's going on in my business and I understand. And that's one of the things we advise people to also do at Penny, you know, because we help small business owners. Um, to scale their businesses we, we we explain how keeping records is important and we're even launching an invoicing tool soon that I hope you can try you know that helps you keep all your records so you see everything you know everything direct oh. like, and directs the way it is so um, yes yes actually so I'd like to ask you an interesting fact about yourself Mm, okay. <laughs> Funny enough, I felt like a question like this would be difficult to ask, but maybe you asked me, I knew what to say. <laughs> and the interesting part about myself is I absolutely hate phone calls. If you can send me an email or an SMS or a text, I'll be so grateful. But calling me, like, even in my business, and it reflects my business, I know it is not the best approach. Although I have my reasons, but I don't have a phone number on any of my business. So you can have my email, you have my social media, everything, but no phone number because Nigerians like to call. And when they're scared, they will spam you. And mm. usually people will call you. I don't like to like it. makes my heart race. I don't like it at all. Yeah. So I don't like 
phone calls, apart from the fact that it means that best you have email trail so that you can track what they are saying to your customer and what they are saying back. But phone calls, I don't like phone calls. So that's an interesting part of me, I guess. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> I guess I should I should say another thank you for <laughs> choosing to, to have this call with us then. Because it means a lot since you do not like phone calls at all. Um, so do you think it would be different if you were doing your business in another country? Oh, absolutely yes. Absolutely yes. I had the opportunity to um, go behind the scenes and see how a fellow black woman in the US world has her fashion, her hairline business. And I was in the space of one week, I was so struck at how different, it was so shocking how different it, it, it is running business in the US. So I offered, you know, to go in and, and help her with her process because she was having a bit of issues meeting up. And when I saw, you know, the customers, I think maybe because the customers have more spending power, one, and the, the, the lifestyle is relaxed. People are not so much on edge. So you see someone that ordered something four days ago and that's me saying, oh, God bless you, black woman, you know, I just wanted to find out, you know, I'm not trying to rush you or anything. They're so polite. And I was, because I went in and I was like, you can't have backlog this long. They so was like, oh no, it's fine. Don't worry, they get it. So people are willing to spend more. Customers are willing to spend more. Customers are more relaxed. So the, and then the system, there are systems there that makes ease of doing business. Yeah better like you have better logistics you know usps or upsf what they call it they have to have their uh, logistics is much better and you know the currency is stronger so there's more security in doing business outside the country because in nigeria you know you the, the products i was using to make my bags let's say i was buying something for twelve thousand. in the space of two to three months they went from twelve thousand to almost sixteen thousand. And you can't justify increasing your price that much because customers are getting poorer. <laughs> yes. So, and then the other during the lockdown, Wari, you know, came up with this policy that they, I think they closed the borders, and we have some of the accessories that go on the cars, like the metal cars, coming in from outside the country, and we couldn't get it for months. It was just a headache. So Nigeria, <laughs> Nigeria tries to, you know. You are fighting your, you are fighting your demons. You are fighting everything. You are fighting your country. So you just you not know, running the business in Nigeria mm. <laughs> as compared to ours. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's this this conversation has really been eye opening for me about like you know oh, running a small business in Nigeria and uh, um I feel like you know my. <laughs> my level of respect has really increased for small business owners it is a lot of work that we do not talk about enough and i'm glad you were able to come here and you know talk to us about it so um to conclude before we let you go i would like to know if you have any last words for for us and you know people listening and like you know anyone that plans on starting their business or has started already and is struggling yeah Okay, thank you so much for having me on here. To be honest, because lots of small business owners don't talk about like the only people only see like the good side when you're when you've blown or when you're 
going out there or you're going viral or something. People don't see the amount of hard work that goes on behind the scenes. And I think last words to anybody that's starting a business or that has started you, like, just don't give up. <laughs> because there are days where you want to give up, but don't give up. And every day, just choose to show up for yourself. And I think the most important thing for me was when I changed my mindset about my business, instead of looking at it as, oh, it's just something I'm doing, I looked at it as a job where you wake up in the morning, you write a to-do list, you discipline yourself, you put in the work as if you're working for someone else to earn money. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, if you put in the work, it will grow. As long as you're doing the right things and your research is on point, you will get there. And there's no quick, there's no shortcut. Put in the work. It will take time, but you get there. That's what's true. Everybody will get there. Everybody that you're seeing out there now that has become so big, check how long they started, check how much work they put in. Just check it. <laughs> and you'll see, if you put in the work and you show up, you'll get there. Mm. As long as you show up for your business. Now that's fine. If you put in the work, you will get there. And when you said everyone will get there, it reminds me of that Twitter quote that would go a la breakfast. So, like, with the right amount of research, consistency, and work, last last, we go a la breakfast. It means all of us eat breakfast for people that don't understand. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Sharon, for being here. And, you know, for people that would like to follow you and buy back, because I've been checking the page. I'm going to order one soon. Can you tell us your Instagram handle and your website um, URL? Okay. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Yeah, so easy to talk to. Um, if you want to, you know, reach out to reach us, our website is www.com weareimad.com and then on social media our Instagram is very active at least we try to post we have posts frequently every week and our stories are always updated almost every day <laughs> you can reach us at shop.weareima on Instagram and on Twitter we are at shop.weareima and weareima is u-y-a-i-m-e so yeah, that's basically. And you can send us an email, you know, weareimang at gmail.com if you prefer. So, yeah, those are three platforms that you can reach us on. Wow, all right, that's amazing. Thank you so much. And, you know, we hope to have you on another season of People and Penny. I can't wait. Thank you so much for having me. All right, have a great day, Sharon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned something from their story. And if you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, or or you plan on starting a brand in Nigeria, we are the best team to be by your side on your journey. Check out Penny.co to find out how to get started with us. So see you next week Thursday for another amazing episode. Bye.